The energies in motion are emotion. And a lot of times we can get in a state where these energies are bringing us down, literally getting our vibrations low, low. So this is about how to get your vibration higher, higher. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. What was I doing? I was waving my hands like clouds. Wave your hands like clouds. This is just one of the many different exercises that you can do to reverse your emotions. Reverse the emotion of worry, let it go. Reverse the emotion of fear, let it go. Reverse the emotion of anxiety in your shoulders, let it go. Reverse the emotion of being scared in your hamstring, drum it out. These are a couple of things that I'm going to show you in next Saturday or Sunday's Qigong class. By clicking the link and getting your ticket today, you're going to learn specific medical Qigong exercises that can improve your vitality, reduce stagnation and inflammation, and muscle tension. So if you wanna feel better, you wanna breathe better, you wanna transmit your stress into bliss, come learn how to breathe and how to move with the holistic motivator. All you gotta do is get your ticket. The class is gonna be fully online on Zoom where you could just set up your computer or your phone and we'll just engage in a meditation session. So if you're looking for practical exercises you can do to reduce your depression, anxiety, anger, and overall stress in your life, make sure that you join this class. You are not going to regret it. It's going to benefit you forever. It's not just a one-time class, it's a lifetime thing. So as soon as you learn how to do this one time, you can go home and do it by yourself. So make sure you click the link below to reserve your spot. It's the Holistic Motivator reminding you that you got the unlimited power in you to let go of stuck energy and be free from anxiety. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. I'll see you there. Peace.
Thank you everybody for coming to this episode. My name is Edward Giles, AKA The Holistic Motivator. Thank you all for allowing me to be in your presence today to share an inspirational message that can empower you to look at the energies and motion. Now, when we think about emotion, what do you think about? I mean, do you think about feelings? Do you think about somebody acting out? Do you think about somebody being happy? Do you think about love? What are your emotions based on your perception? What do you believe emotions are? So I want you to write that down somewhere or just be conscious of it. Because a lot of times it's our definition or our view of emotions that may hinder us from being able to choose to be in an empowering emotion. So the way we see emotions dictate what we see in the emotions. The way we understand emotions dictate how emotions communicate to you. All right, so emotions, energies in motion. I put out a chart on Instagram that showed you the different energies and how shame rates to be the lowest. First, let's try to do an experiment. Well, we're not gonna try, we're actually gonna do. If you have a friend with you right now, let's do this experiment. Tell your friend to put their arm out and hold it straight. And then you're gonna try to push your friend's arm down. Why would you wanna do that? Well, your muscle responds to different emotional states, to keep it simple. This is from the book, Power Versus Force. If I smile at you, now, if I smile at you and your hand is out and I push your hand, you're gonna have the strength or your, your muscles are gonna react to stop me from pushing your hand down or your arm down. But if I frown and I look angry at you, that's gonna bring down your energy field, hence your arm is gonna fall. And it happens every time. I tried it yesterday with my friend and this actually works. So what's the experiment? Tell your friend, your mama, your sister, your cousin, your cat, tell them, hey, put your paw or your arm out, right? And then have them smile at you and try to push your hand down or your arm down. And then have them frown and have them try to push your arm down. Now you're gonna see what happens because just like Janelle said, negativity makes you weak. Negativity makes you weaker. So energy that drains you takes away from your power. So what's force versus power? This is one of the most interesting books I'm currently reading. Every week I'm reading a whole bunch of different books. So it says all emotions that are below the level of 200 are destructive of life in both the individual and society at large. In contrast, all levels above 200 are constructive expressions of power. So which means if you vibrate less than 200 based on the chart that you're gonna see here on the screen, I mean, I'm not gonna be able to put it up for you, but if you go on Instagram, you're gonna be able to see the chart. 
So your energy field has a lot to do with the inertia of your life, energies in motion. Okay, let's think about the law of motion. Whatever stays in motion will continue to be in motion unless a resistance comes against what's in motion. Whatever is in motion is going to continuously be in motion unless it's met with resistance. So, let's say I'm angry and anger is met with resistance. Does that usually stop anger from going in that motion? Does resistance cause anger to stop? I really want you to think about that. Does resistance cause anger to stop? Not necessarily in the form of if somebody rebukes you for being angry, it only fuels the fire of anger. So whatever is in motion is going to be stopped by a resistance. That does not mean that someone else is going to stop your emotion. The resistance I'm talking about or whatever stuff is going to stop it, maybe I'm not going to use that word, is your conscious awareness of the emotion, of the energy moving. If you're not aware of it, then you can't stop it. It keeps perpetuating, not just in the moment, but in your life. And you're like, how does this perpetuate in the life? Because you become the type of person that does. That's what emotional state. So let's go back to the main topic we're talking about, that emotions below the frequency of 200 is destructive, not only to your being, but to the human race. So what are the emotions below 200, you want to ask? Okay, 200 is courage, which means courage is that state we need to get into so that we can step into our power of the heart. When we get into courage, we step into our power. However, we look at pride and we call pride courage. I'm proud of myself. You know, I, 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 yeah, I did that. But we're basing pride based on outside things. So a lot of times we are vibrating low at pride, but we think we're vibrating high because we're full of ourselves. Now, somebody says, is it bad to be proudful? Is it bad to be proud? Pride is this emotion that the Bible also talks about to not be prideful, but be more grateful and humble. Now, you say, hey, what's wrong with believing in myself? And like, that's not what I'm saying. There is a difference between believing in yourself and pride. And there's a difference between seeing your works and celebrating your works and being prideful. It's two different things. But when we switch from pride to courage, then we are our authentic self. Thank you, CEO SAS Entrepreneur. Thank you. When we get into courage, we are in our authentic self, so we are in our power. Now, what comes below pride that's anger anger is another emotion with the frequency of 150 
and below that is desire, fear, grief, apathy, guilt, and shame. So the author went on to describe all the different emotional states, what leads to them, etc. But I really want to talk to you about guilt and shame. The lowest of the frequencies of all emotions, guilt and shame. Guilt is a tool often used by others to enforce their own shame on you. Shame is the result of guilt or being outcast or being... Uh, being like shunned away from your accepted group. Shame. When we get into shame, we literally close our connection to the courage that we have within, to the power. So, shame. This morning, I had a hint of shame. But I've been thinking about where I reside. And I'm like, what frequency do I reside? And I was like, yo, I vibrate at a high frequency, but memory sometimes will bring up shame. And when shame comes up, even though, though I'm operating out of love, shame comes up, it takes away all the work that you've been doing. Now, guilt tripping. Have you ever heard of that one? That is a tool used by manipulators a lot. Guilt tripping. That's when they try to trip you over yourself with shame by making you, by, sh by shunning you and enforcing guilt as a tool to get you aligned. So according to Power Versus Force, guilt provokes rage and Killing is frequently its expression. Guilt provokes rage and killing is its expression. Ooh. If I feel guilty about something, why would I want to kill? Now, a lot of us are like, oh, I'm not no murderer. I haven't killed nobody. Okay, let's step back. We don't have to get to that. Just killing off relationships or killing off connections. If you're really guilty, what do you usually do to try to run away from the guilt? You try to cut off from. Why would you want to cut off from things? Well, whatever incites shame, whatever gets you shameful, you are trying to cut that off. Why would you want to cut off things that make you feel shameful? Well, because it's the lowest of vibrations. So some people may be wondering like, yo, why do I feel like this? I don't feel so good. Well, I want you, I want you to ask yourself, do you feel guilty a lot? And are you residing in shame? What are the things making you shameful? Like what are the things that you could have done, you should have done, but you didn't do? And then now because of it, you're thinking to yourself, but I, 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 I what do I do now? Look, or sometimes when you look at your past, you look at your past and you're wondering to yourself, yo, I'm really like this. And then you're like, man, I can't believe that I'm actually like this. And then sometimes the truths about yourself 
though it's very insightful and is needed for your personal growth and development, the truth about yourself can be very painful because you have to sit with the mistakes of a past version of you, not you. And a lot of times we judge the current version of ourselves, the higher vibration, no being, based on the past version. And then when we are doing that comparison, we're allowing low frequencies to diminish our high frequency. So that's why compassion is so important. Compassion shouldn't be this word that people just use all willingly, like just use as a word. It's really much more important because what is compassion? Compassion is like accepting as you are. And is compassion is also knowing, hey, I, I've been there before. I've been in those shoes. Like you literally been in those shoes. And then understanding that everybody has room to grow. It's like a basic concept, you know, all the basic things. All, everything that seems really basic, the fundamentals, are the principles that's going to save you from a lot of life headaches. So... A lot of times you might watch this and you're wondering like, yo, maybe I was expecting some other thing, but I'm here and I'm working in your mind, bringing these ideas to build up new perceptions or allow you to see things in a different way. And you're like, why is that so important? Well, the thing is, you're not going to get the information you need to just do things and then solve and close cases you need the information to learn how to navigate through the life through your life so a lot of people think what's the what's the one thing i need to do so i don't get in my feelings well no that's not that's not the thing you want to get in your feelings but you just don't want to get in the low frequency feelings very frequently so it's learning how to turn shame into compassion. How to turn guilt into action. And then how to turn grief into treasuring others around you. How to turn the feeling of loss to the desire to live. It's knowing how to turn the same desires that you just desire to do certain things, which is a form of motivation, turning that desire into peace, desiring peace, turning your anger into neutrality, courage, acceptance, or inaction, or communication. A lot of times, anger is an emotion that clouds or that is Anger is an emotion that replaces what you should have shared in the first place. Which means I know I wanted to share all my values to you. I wanted you to know exactly where, where I'm coming from. But because I don't necessarily know exactly how to do it. Because I don't know how to express that. Let me just stay in anger 
and then hopefully you'll catch the drift. So a lot of times we're using anger as a way to say, stop doing what you're doing and do something else. But then by doing that, we're only hurting ourselves because we're keeping ourselves at a low vibration. But one of the things that I understood about anger is that anger is much higher than shame and guilt. It's higher than apathy, grief, and fear, and even desire. So a lot of times we have to get angry to make a change. Like we literally have to get angry about what's going on and we can no longer accept it in our lives in order to make a change. But anger is the spark. It's the fire. That's why you feel like I'm getting hot. It's supposed to push you to do something. But in the doing, you're not supposed to be doing it in anger because then this anger becomes destructive and it goes against you. So a lot of times, anger is way higher frequency than desire. But that's because it's a spark. It's like dropping something to, it's like the inertia initiator. It starts the ball, it gets the ball rolling. For instance, when we watch something about another black man getting killed, it gets us really angry. And that anger sparks the desire, I want to make a change. But if you go out there in anger and we're not residing in love and enlightenment, higher frequencies, if we don't even have the leader to be in enlightenment, love, which are really, really high frequencies, then we're going to, the movement is not going to stand or it's not going to have the energies and motion that will create the desired result. So a lot of times we, let, we have to let anger be the emotion that sparks up action, but not the emotion that we continuously use to fuel our action. So a lot of times desire will move us to expand to great effort so that we can achieve a goal or obtain a reward. So when we have a desire for money, we have a desire for prestige or power, a lot of people are risen out of fear. Like, yo, if I, I want to make some money, I have a desire to change my life. So let's say at first you were super shame, you were in shame, right? You were super shame and then you got to guilt. Instead of being shamed, you just feel guilty, so you felt better. Like, just feeling guilty means you're taking responsibility. I want you to read that one, take it in, and then listen to the second part of this. Just because you're, as you're feeling guilty, you're actually activating a part of your brain that makes you think that just because you're guilty that you're actually doing something. So when you go from shame into guilt, though both of them are low frequency, guilt also says, I'm holding you to a standard higher than shame. And because I'm holding you to a standard higher than shame, I'm going to put this in your mind so you can think about it so that you can do something about it. Then now when we say, hey, guilt, I feel really guilty then we start to want to do something about it. So we get to apathy eventually. Now you're like, wait, why would guilt get you to apathy? Well, the more we normalize the guilt, the more we have a lack of interest or enthusiasm or concern 
about doing anything about this thing. Because at the end of the day, guilt has replaced the action of, this, of actually making up for what you're guilty about. So the more you lie in guilt, the more you feel like you don't have any, con you don't have any concern about the situation, though you're very concerned about it. So you're disengaged while mentally engaged. So every day you're thinking about it, but you're never doing anything about it. So we go from guilt to apathy. And then apathy, long enough, leads to grief. You're like, why would lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern lead to grief? Well, if you don't show interest in things or in people, they eventually get, are no longer there. And then because they're no longer there, you miss them. So when we go from a low vibration of shame and then we get into guilt and then get into apathy, then the next thing we get into is we get into grief because we never did anything about the guilt. So we feel bad. We are grieving uh, what we, the person that is not in our life anymore. And then now we have even a little bit more. We're like, man, then our life sometimes we can get out of shame into fear. And you're like, yo, why is fear higher than guilt, shame, apathy, and grief. Where at the fear state, it's saying like, yo, if I don't change something, something really bad is going to happen. Or something really bad has happened and it is in me. I feel it every day because I'm living in fear and I don't want to live like this anymore. And you're like, man, I can't live in fear no more. I want to get out. And because you're fearful, you got the desire now. So you've switched from a frequency of 150 of fear, I mean a frequency of 100 of fear to a frequency of 125 of desire. Now you're like, yo, how did I get from fear to desire? Well, because the fear makes a heart sick. Hope deferred makes a heart sick. Fear makes a heart sick. So now you must have the desire to get well. There's something about desire that gets you well, because fear is also illness. But we're not gonna get into that. Low frequencies is also illness. So shame is close to death. It's like if you shun somebody from society and you shame them, some people say, you might as well kill me. That's how bad shame is. But when we think about the emotion of fear, and what fear does, it sparks up the desire to change. That's where we rise from fear to desire. Now, this desire might just be like, yo, I'm tired of this. I need to get a new place. I'm tired of this. I need to get a new space. I'm tired of this. I, I want to get some money now. I'm tired of this. I'm, I want to get a better relationship. Like, I really hate repeating the cycle. It seems like I attract the same guys and gals. The same girls and gals every time. The same women or men every time. And I just want to change my life. So now you got a desire. But the thing about desire and personal development is a lot of people, when you're in this, if you're watching this, you're probably, you're probably at this state of desire because you're watching this. You know, a lot of people don't want to watch this because this, they don't want to watch this. So desire, you can get addicted to it. You can get, to the, you can get addicted to the process of wanting more. 
And a lot of people are, are actually in this stage of desire, but get stuck in it. What does that mean? Well, when you are desiring to be greater than you are, just that desire feels like you're doing something. And that's great. We want to get to that point where we feel like, yo, I desire something more for my life. So it seems like every day I'm moving towards it. But you got you to get yourself up to this point now. But we can get addicted where the craving, the desire becomes a craving and it's more important than life itself. When whatever we want, we desire it so much that we make it our God. Like, yo, that relationship goal is my, I need it. That car, I need it. That Gucci belt, I need it. Like this money, I really need it. And you're like, yo, what's wrong with that? Ain't I supposed to really go for it? But the thing is, not making your desires an end, but making your desires the means to a new beginning. Not making your desires an end. As if I get this, everything will be okay. But by making your desires a mean, using it as a boat to transfer energy so that you can build a new ecosystem, a new place of residence. What do I mean by that? I can get, I get my mind, because I'm writing books with my words. So I got to use words that will go good in a book. <laughs> so what does that mean? You have the desire what does it mean to make it a means? Let's say I have a desire now to become a civil rights activist. I'm like, okay, I want to help black people specifically get out of this situation. That's a means to grow. Let's say I have a desire to go to Haiti, get fresh fruits and vegetables, and distribute them here in the States. That's a desire to provide healthy food for people here. Let's say I have a desire now to go on the streets and talk to people like I'm doing right now, but except one-on-one, -on -one, kind of like what they call um, evangelizing. That desire is gonna lead into the end of doing that. So the desire is a means to a new beginning, not a means to an end, because every time I have a new desire, I can do something completely different. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I wanna thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Oh, I didn't see you there. What was I doing? I was waving my hands like clouds. Wave your hands like clouds. This is just one of the many different exercises that you can do to reverse your emotions. Reverse the emotion of worry, let it go. Reverse the emotion of fear, let it go. Reverse the emotion of anxiety in your shoulders, let it go. Reverse the emotion of being scared in your hamstring, drum it out. These are a couple of things that I'm going to show you in next Saturday or Sunday's Qigong class. By clicking the link and getting your ticket today, 
you're going to learn specific medical Qigong exercises that can improve your vitality, reduce stagnation and inflammation, and muscle tension. So if you wanna feel better, you wanna breathe better, you wanna transmit your stress into bliss, come learn how to breathe and how to move with the holistic motivator. All you gotta do is get your ticket. The class is gonna be fully online on Zoom where you could just set up your computer or your phone and we'll just engage in a meditation session. So if you're looking for practical exercises you can do to reduce your depression, anxiety, anger, and overall stress in your life, make sure that you join this class. You are not going to regret it. It's going to benefit you forever. It's not just a one-time class. It's a lifetime thing. So as soon as you learn how to do this one time, you can go home and do it by yourself. So make sure you click the link below to reserve your spot. It's the Holistic Motivator reminding you that you got the unlimited power in you to let go of stuck energy and be free from anxiety. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. I'll see you there. Peace. Let's say I have a desire now to inspire the world through movies. And I want to become an actor and start making movies. That desire has created a beginning for me in acting. So you're like, oh, I like that. So why don't we do a desire exercise? Whatever is it that you desire, the fire of desire is going to bring about what you've been looking for. So you're like, oh, but how do I desire the right thing? Here's the thing. You can desire all you want and it can get you out of your place of shame. However, whatever you desire can just get you to a pride state and never to that ultimate peace and love state, which I'll talk about, which are the higher frequencies. So we have to desire to serve, not desire only for ourselves. Now, there are levels to this. There are levels to this, which means you're not just going to all of a sudden desire to make the world a better place. I was telling my friend, we all should strive to just save the world. Like right now, it should be like everybody is on a mission to save the world. And everybody's like, yo, what gifts, what talents do I have that I can use to save the world? That should be the, that should be the goal. And by that, it just means saving mind, alleviating suffering in the world and bringing light into other beings. That should be the thing. However, because the way things are set up, we are interested in our survival. And a lot of us have not switched to thriving. And a lot of us have not switched to selfless living, which is living for the betterment of the world. So there's levels to this. So start with the desire to do whatever it is that you wanted to do. It can just be something you always wanted to do. Guess what? That's the process of cultivating the fire of your desire to build up that talent, skill, ability, business, or idea. So now eventually that could trans 
mute and eventually it could get into a higher purpose and that's when your life becomes more and more fulfilling but just the fact that you get in the ball rolling adds excitement to your life and you switch from what i said before you switch from apathy all the way up to desire you switch from fear to desire so whatever you were scared of you're like now i must do something about it now what if you get really angry in the midst of it because things are not going your way and you're dissatisfied even though you got the desire even though you're putting in the work even though you're doing what they said you should do stuff is still not working like it should and you're like darn it <laughs> so i gotta tell you the truth i had been very frustrated in my life when i'm like yo i am doing exactly what some of the top are doing and then i'm like what is it that i'm doing wrong that i'm not where i wanted to be and a lot of times i get super mad but sometimes and this anger when that anger comes it's a fire for me it's like a spark but i don't stay in it so one time i got like this past week i've just been getting really angry at how things are and i've just been like i need to do a lot more with my life like I know what I'm doing on Instagram right now is cool. What I'm doing on Facebook is cool. It's virtual. It's all cool and stuff. But this ain't going to be enough because there's literally attacks on our souls. Like they're trying to kill you. Now you you might be like, yo, come on, Ed. I, I ain't come here for that. But literally the forces are not going like the forces of evil is not in your favor. So we need lights here to come out and, and shine. But sometimes light have to be like, yo, I am sick of darkness. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm sick of the dark. Like, I am not going to live in this place. Like, I remember I walked into my my townhouse in Bel Air. Yeah, I am. I was the Prince of Bel Air now. I'm walking into my townhouse in Bel Air in Boca Raton. I'm living the life. Mind you, I think I'm living the life here. I'm 19, 20. I'm 25 now. And then I saw my lights were cut off. I'm like, man, I felt like I hit the lowest point. And then I saw eviction notice on my door. And that's when I knew I, I hit the lowest point because I was about to get kicked out the next day. And I was like, ah. And I, I made a video about this in the moment. I remember even crying and like, yo, I had a lot of grief. I was like, man, we had a lot of good times here, all these gaities and all these parties. And just like living here has like really, it was so great. It was so great for me. And I was like, man, I can't believe that I'm about to lose all of this. So I started to get in grief. So, and then I, I was in shame. I was very shameful for not acting or for misallocating my money, by for letting my roommates down, for all these different things. Then I felt guilty about it. Then I felt indifferent. I was apathy, I said, I don't care anymore. Then I start grieving for it. These, like, these are the things that happen over time. So how come I'm shamed in the beginning? Of, I saw the first letter three months ago. I, I ignored it because of shame. And then I felt guilty after I ignored it for like four weeks. And then I felt completely indifferent after two weeks. I just tried to ignore it completely. So apathy, I don't even think about it. And then, and then grief was like, dang, I'm about to lose this. 
then actually losing it got me right into fear. Then I got really scared. I was like, damn, I'm homeless. I was like, am I going to go home? Am I going to quit on this mobile personal training business? Hey, do I want, what type of story do I want for my life? Do I want to be the guy that quit or do I want to be the guy that kept going? And at that state, fear turned into desire. Now, mind you, I could have went back home and be okay. I have Haitian parents. They're accepting of their children. They won't kick you out. I was like 21. I was like, okay, I could do that, but I'm not. So guess what? The anger, that fear led to a desire to say I need to do more. Then I got very angry. And I was like, yo, I really need to do more. I can't live like this anymore. And then I got really prideful because at some point I was like, yo, you know what? I can do it by myself, man. I don't need no help. I'm the holistic motivator, you dig? No, I was CEO ambitionist then. I was like, I'm CEO ambitionist because my desire was mainly to build a big corporation. It's not my desire now, which is to save souls. I was like, yo, I gotta get this. So quickly, pride came about. But then eventually I realized that it's not even about that I, I, I can do it by myself. It's just that I'm strong enough. So as I got more messages like this, I didn't grow to this point because I just relied on shame and guilt. I grew up to this point because I had to put messages in my mind every single day. And I'm doing it now more than ever to just build up that courage. I would listen to Les Brown, Eric Thomas, to name the top two, and they'll give me a lot of fuel. Now I'm doing that for you, ain't I? That led into courage. Now at courage, I'm at 200. So that's when my life switched from low vibration to high vibration. But I had to go through my moment of darkness. I had to go through a lot of different things. And mind you, I've just told you that I lost my part. But I had, I had a lot of other things going on at the same time. Because there's something called Murphy's Law. And the law states that whatever can go wrong will go wrong. And there's something about the whatever energy is flowing towards a specific direction keeps flowing that. Have you ever seen like when things are going bad for you, it seems to always be going bad. And when things are going good, it seems to always be going good. Why is that? Because when things are going bad, the energy is just is diminishing. The more the vibration is lowering, it's a physical sensation. It's also a spiritual sensation. And all this stuff is in motion because energy is in motion. So you're like, okay, you talk about the low energies. How do I get higher, higher vibes, Ed? I'm trying to get higher vibes. Well, first of all, I want you to watch my story after this. You're like, why do I need you to watch my story after this? Well, if you watch the story after this on my Instagram or Facebook, you're going to see how my day got started. Before I gifted you, I gift myself. When I started my day, I'm starting a productive routine to prime myself. Because I know that if I don't start my day encouraged, I'm not going to be encouraged. If I don't stay my day encouraged, which means if I'm not encouraged by the time that it's 9 a.m., my courage level ain't going to be up as high as it needs to be. So I need to find ways to encourage myself the moment I get up. First thing I did was I got on my knees. Now, mind you, three weeks ago, I wasn't getting on my knees because I was simply depending on myself, right? Three weeks ago, I've ignored my relationship with God that I've had since I was a young child. So I'm like, yo, I need to get on my knees. So I, I'm praying, 
Now, mind you, before I'm like affirmations, I'm focusing on my ability to manifest, but now I'm starting differently because I'm getting wiser, right? So I'm like, let me pray. And then I'm like, hey, before I consume the word of men, I must consume the word of God. Once again, perception, I'm getting higher. Vibration getting up higher, higher. So I'm reading the Bible instead of listening to a motivational message first. Why? Because all things derive from the word of God. So I read the books of Proverbs, which has all the wisdom of all these self-help books. Literally, if you want everything, go to Proverbs and read that in the Bible. So when I got to that point, see how that shift? And then I'm like, okay, now that I've taken care of my spiritual body, it's time to take care of my physical one. How did I do that? Well, I went to the fridge. I got some water. I put some cucumber in there. I'm detoxing my body. This is a detox. Now you're like, why do I need to drink water first in the morning? Well, you notice that you sweat at night, so your body loses water. And in the morning, you need to drink as much water as you can, 32 ounces, whatever, as many water you can drink in the morning because you want to clean out your body. Because between the hours of, if I'm not mistaken, six to eight is when the small or, or the large intestine is working. Which means that's when you're getting ready to pee and poop. Now, assuming your digestion is correct, which means you don't eat too late at night, you don't get constipated and stuff like that, you're often going to use the bathroom in the morning. So I, I did what I had to do. I, I cleared up the feces. I cleared things in my mind. And then now the next step is because between four, five, six, you got great oxygen, no noise. I go outside and I meditate. I'm doing some qigong, tai chi, and now I'm feeling much better. My energy is still. Now when I'm doing the tai chi, I'm envisioning how I want my life to be. And lately, I've been getting the urge a desire, very high vibrations, to not be scared of anything. Not scared of anything. Like, I, I looked at my goals and dreams. Like, I sat down and I looked at the company I want to build. And in my mind, I thought to myself, if I build this, you're going to come for me. And I was like, damn, I'm going to make myself a target if I say, what will happen to them if I do nothing? And then I realized that I can't think about what would happen to me because what would happen to me if I don't do this is that I will not be who I am. I'll just fall in line with who I'm not, which is a fallen liner. <laughs> I'm an outliner. I'm supposed to do something greater. So when I realized that I'm like, you can't stay in fear anymore, Ed. You gotta switch from fear to courage. Your vibrations have to be up high because in your spirit, you're enlightened. You're high, your vibrations are really high. But in your material being, you're, if you lie in fear, you're going to hinder so much from the world and you gotta act now. So I'm like, you know what? I, can, I need to give my gift because if I don't give my gift, then I never really lived. I simply existed. And I was like, I can't live like this anymore. Anger sparks something greater. I was like, I need to do more. So at that point, I was like, you know what? No matter what happens to me in life, I am not stuck to what happened. 
I am empowered because I can step into my, my power and create what I want. So anything above 200, I want you to go back to the chart on my Instagram, is in your power. So that when you're at 250, what I just explained to you is neutrality. It's saying that situations are not me, even my thoughts are not me, and my past ways of being is just a past consciousness reflection. And I'm going to say it like this. Something I, I try not to say, but I say, okay, but hey, I don't know who needs to hear this. Hey, whether you're a guy or a girl, let's say, let's say Gene and Jill, Gene and Jill had their lives and they lived their life on past traumas. Jill and Jill are good people. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just good-hearted people and they need and deserve love. But so many narcissistic manipulators or other traumatized people, right, who are just looking for love. And it says, the only way I can get love is sex. So everybody's like, I need to become a hungry ghost. I'm going to repeat my traumas on you and I'm going to put your traumas on me. And I'm going to keep repeating the cycle. Let's say Jean and Jill is now 26. And Jean and Jill start to count their bodies. And Jean is like... I got 30 bodies and Gene is in pride. And Gene doesn't realize that he's still at a low frequency. Because though Gene thinks he's in pride, Gene is also in shame. So Gene doesn't feel so good, but he feels good because society says, yo, you the man if you got a bunch of bodies. And then Jill says, society says I'm a whore. And Jill feels really bad. And Jill thinks, ah, what did I do to myself? And Jill now is spiritually awoke. Jill has discovered her light. And Jill's like, oh my goodness, I'm a queen. I could not treat myself this way. Now Jill changed her life. And her life have changed. And her sins have been forgiven. And she's a new person. Because her mentality is completely different. And whatever was in the past is in the past. But Jill is still in shame because every time, every time society looks the way that, society, that Jill looks at whatever society is saying, Jill is judging that herself based on the guilt of society. So Jill is vibrating at a low frequency. But then when does Jill have to switch from shame to courage? Well, Jill might just switch from shame to pride as a pseudo solution which is if I'm prideful, then at least I'll be at a higher frequency. I can feel better. That lasts enough. That lasts in front of people, but when you go back, you get back into shame. So a lot of people operate between shame, pride, shame, pride, shame, pride, 20 and 175. Right, but right at the tip where they could get into courage, they just get into pride because pride is easier attainable or it's easily put out as a front so that other people can see. But when they see themselves, they rely in shame. So now Jill is now in pride. And Jill says, I'm a bad and nobody can. And if you ain't got the money, you ain't gone. Jill is prideful. Now, Jill still doesn't have the courage to not forgive herself and move past all the things that Jean did. Cause Jean is a Vienneg. <laughs> Gene H. And now you're like, dang it, I got to get some courage. 
So you, you watch this and you're getting encouraged and you're like, yes, I know this is hard to hear and now I got tears coming down my eyes because I feel what you're saying. And this resonates on a spiritual level as well as a WAP one. And you're like, yo, I want to do more. I want to get into courage. So you're like, all right, now I'm encouraged. I'm going to get into courage. You know what? Let me say a prayer. Say, God, please forgive me for my past and give me the courage to move forward. Now, because you say that prayer, now you're neutral. You're like, you know what? I'm not Jill. I am Queen, Queen Ja. I like that one. I'm Queen Ja. I am the queen from the God, from God. I'm a queen of the most high. So you're like, Jill is no longer Jill. Queen, is, Jill has switched her name to Queen Ja. So Jill says, don't come at me like you came at Jill because Jill don't exist. You only speak into Queen Ja. So don't come at me any type of way. So now Jean, being a Viennese, is like, I was with you 10 years ago. And then you're like, hey, Take your tools of guilt away from me because you're not going to get me into shame because I know who I am. You got to rebuke that. Can I get an amen right now? Amen in the chat. You got to rebuke Gene sometimes. And now Gene is not just a person. Gene can just be your thoughts. Okay, so don't think that Gene is a guy. And guys might be mad at me for watching. But I'm just bringing this up. Okay, so we're going to conclude soon because I'm running out of time. But here's the final thing. Now, you're at courage, you're at neutral, you're separated from the things that happened to you. Now you gotta have the willingness to accept. Willingness comes before acceptance, but you must be willing. Hey, you're willing by watching this. Willing will get your will up. And then now you must accept what has happened, what is, what have been, and then now create what you want accept what is what have been and create what you want because you're a creator they've been lying to you they've been manipulating you lying to you and trying to kill you manipulating you lying to you and trying to kill you now i cannot save you but i can bring light forward to you i am not your savior jesus christ is the savior but i can simply Say, hey, look at you. You're a light. Stop treating yourself like you're the dark. You don't have to live in this dark place of shame anymore. Just converge that into courage. All right? So now, acceptance. So now I'm willing. I accept. Now, some people get into reason. The frequency of reason and living in that. Now, mind you, you could switch between these frequencies. However, the one you stay at the most would be your major energy and motion. So when you get into reason, at this point, you can conceptual, con conceptualize ideas. You can think about ideas. You can think about different things. And because of that, you can look at things that other people couldn't look at before. Or you can see things that other people don't see. And in the midst of somebody snapping at you, you can just say, hey... Do you need a hand? It seems like you're suffering. You're not going to say it to them like that because that only might make them angry, but you're going to say that in your mind, and your action of calm response is going to show this as 
a how much you've built yourself up. And at this point, you are at reason. You can, concept, you can understand so many different things, so now your perception is higher. You're like, yo, I'm woke. You know what's happening. It doesn't mean you always act in the knowing, but you know. A lot of people get capped at 400. Now, when you switch to love, the vibration of 500, you had a point where when you walk around, you just love everybody. Now, I might say this and a person says, hey, man, uh, I, I, I don't know if this is true or whatever. I can't believe you. Well, I have a genuine lot love for people, even though sometimes if I don't call somebody or my human, like I forget to do something, I, I love people in general. I want to see good for people. Like I, I tell my friend, I don't see the world in the same light. I see infinite beings who could do great things. And I want to mention to save the world. Like, I don't know. What movie you seen? You see all the superheroes? I want to be one of those superheroes. And I, I want to tell people, hey, look, you're a superhero too. You're living your movie. How are you going to apply your superhero skills? And then, so, love is depicted. When you look at mass media, love is like, oh, we fell in love and we, and we did this and we're not married, right? But love is way bigger than that. Sometimes we look at novelty, control, addiction, or possessing somebody as love. You're mine and I'm yours, so we're in love. Uh, not necessarily. According to the book Power Versus Force, and I'm going to read this verbatim, it says, This is the level of true happiness. But although the world is fascinated with the subject of love and all viable religions calibrate at 500 or over, only 4.0% of the world population reaches this level of consciousness. 4%. A lot of times, if you're a Christian or you're in a religion that got you to the point of love completely, well, not when you're judging everybody, but at the point where you see the greatness in people and the light in people, that's what being a hero means, walking in love. So we need to be loving more. So I'm learning how to not let my traumas, my past, my habits hinder the expression of my soul and spirit. So I know that I'm loving. I know what my heart is. But at the same time, I also know of my flaws. So it's about knowing that, hey, I'm not the flaws, that I'm a spirit, and my spirit is love. So when we get into joy, that's unconditional love. That's like being able to sit in the forest and, express, and feel love all around you, nature loving you. That's joy. Peace is when you, let's read what the author said about peace. When we get to peace, that's when we, that's when we want to become a monk, like, when I first, be, this earlier, this year, I wanted to just go, I cut my hair off. Now you can see I have a lot of hair. I was bald and I was like, yo, I need to be uh, like a muck. I need to meditate for a long period of time. I'm thinking of doing that for real. And you really get at peace because you're satisfied with nothing because you're in touch with everything. You're satisfied with nothing when you're in touch with everything. That's peace. And we're going to talk more about that tomorrow. That's peace. And the last one is enlightenment. So the sages, the sages, the spiritual teachers, um, even 
the uh, monks reaches peace. But enlightenment, those are like reserved for people like Jesus or, you know, the Buddha that they talk about and other beings that have that have done a lot of spiritual work to the point where they got their vibration up to a high frequency of high enlightenment. So that's 700 plus. Now, my goal is to raise my vibration up every day. Like, I don't wanna have the biggest physical bank account. I wanna have the biggest spiritual energy account. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. Now, We've had the most people watch live on IG for the first time ever, so congratulations. We got nine live viewers. Celebrate the small wins, because one day it's gonna be 9,000. Thank you all for watching, I really appreciate y'all. I really um, thank you all for sharing energy with me. Um, thank you for the comments. Thank you for engaging. A lot of times, I know I didn't engage with everybody, but I'm also doing a podcast, so I wanna stay on the same track. So I wanna thank you all for being here. Remember that keep raising your vibration every day. Notice the low ones and switch them to higher ones. And as you do that, you will start to get higher, higher. So good vibes only, high vibes only. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. Listen, this is every single day now, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. You come watch it, share it to your friends. But here's another most important thing. Go ahead and send me a text, right? So text me, text Holistic or text Ed Talks or Holistic to 561 510 9605. There, I'll be able to text you messages, inspirational messages, all types of stuff. Let's say you want to take a time from social media, break off a time off from social media, you can still get empowering messages and your text messages so that you don't have to be on social or you're taking a break. And yeah, you want to show some gratitude, like, yo, I love this. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the time. Hey, I want to send you a cash app for the podcast. I created a, a way to donate because I've got inquiries about that. So just cash app the Ed Talks. It's just a gratitude, right? So we could keep vibrating at a high vibes. And I could keep dedicating an hour to do this every single week. And I could block out this time for it. So thank you all for watching. Once again, I'm just here to serve you. And don't feel you could DM me, message me. I don't even talk to you. Like, I'm mission-oriented. I don't need to scream that from mountaintops anymore, but I'm mission-oriented. So be mission-oriented. Be in your power. Stay at high vibrations. And do that for not only you, for those around you. You are a light, but you must believe that you are one in order to achieve and create in this world. We all can create in the physical world if we create ourselves in the spiritual world. First, you gotta believe it, or the world will forever miss all your gifts, all your talents, and all the great things you have to offer. So, let your light shine. Don't hide it.
want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.